Hello, I'm Eddie French, and you might recognise me from such icy news noises as... <coughs> Daddy! And who could forget... <coughs> well, the good news is, is that I now have my own podcast. It's called Pick Scraped, and it is a fortnightly sketch show uh, made entirely by me. So if that sounds like the sort of thing you'd like, go to wherever you get your podcasts and listen to it. Thank you. Pick Scraped. Hello everyone, and Merry Christmas. It's me, Danny Sutcliffe, your favourite narrator and Drawsden's number one purveyor of jet washing services and party supplies. I'm here today to fix Sam's festive fuck-ups, chiefly that the absolute helmet somehow completely missed episode 10 of the last series and jumped straight from 9 to 11. Don't bother going to check, he's already gone back and relabeled them all, like the shameless coward that he is. All that means is that today, I have the good fortune of bringing you this hastily cobbled together piece of shit. A slice of festive parody masquerading as a proper episode. Where's episode 10, Sam? I don't recall. Also, I think I might have done a factory reset on my phone and the dog ate my homework and at no point were those discussions raised with me or my team. Oh, shut the fuck up. What do I care so long as you keep paying me? The end result's the same, ladies and gentlemen. Series 12 was like Rishi Sunak. Too short, flailing, desperate in the face of widespread public indifference. And deeply unsatisfying. But Christmas is a time for forgiveness. And now we beg you to forgive us as we offer you this present. A moral tale reimagined for our times. This is a Tory puppet's Christmas carol. Bob Marley was dead to begin with. Now, I'm not sure what that's got to do with anything, because he carked it fucking ages ago, but that's what it says in the script, so that's what I'm reading. What? Danny, no, that's not what it says. Piss off, Sam. I'm supposed to be on holiday, and you've dragged me in here, so you get what you're given. Bob Marley was dead to begin with, and, unlike Paul McCartney who we all know was secretly replaced with a body double when he kicked the bucket in the 80s. There was no doubt about that. But did Scrooge know he was dead? Of course he did. How could it be otherwise? It was pretty big news at the time. And then he fingered me, put his thumb in my bum. And speaking of Scrooge, here he comes now. Scrooge was Bob Marley's sole friend and sole mourner. Hang on. That's not right. I've seen pictures of Bob Marley's funeral and there were fucking loads of people there. Well, like I've been trying to tell you that. Shut up, Sam. You're ruining it. Look, it's Christmas and Scrooge is about to encounter one of those annoying chuggers on the street. And then he smiled at me. Come up in my bum. Yummy yum yum. Come in my bum. You're telling me this is a children's classic and I'm supposed to be worried about drag queen story hour? Excuse me, Governor. Could I just have two minutes of your time, please? Make it quick, lad. Time is money, and no time is more valuable than that of Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, first of all, I just want to reassure you that I'm not paid by commission. Oh, yes, he is. At this festive season of the year, Mr Scrooge, 
It is more than usually desirable that we should make some slight provision for the poor and destitute, who suffer greatly at this present time. Many thousands are in want of common necessaries, and for just three pounds a month minus my 15% commission plus VAT, you could make a huge difference to their lives. Are there no prisons? Oh, yes, but they're massively overcrowded, sir. We're not even jailing rapists anymore. And universal credit, still in operation, I trust? Technically, yes, but soaring energy costs and food inflation mean that... This government is still very much focused on the people's priorities, then. They are. Still, I wish I could say they were not. And what about the Bibby Stockholm? That's still open, isn't it? Well, yes, but just last week a migrant being held there committed suicide. Well, if they're going to die, they had better do it and reduce the surplus population of the asylum backlog. Now, why don't you fuck off and get a proper job, you oaf? I am a very busy man, bar humbug. Bloody hell, who wrote this? Russell T. Davies? Because it's as subtle as a brick. Let's move it on a bit, shall we? Suffice to say, Scrooge was a miserly old git. But that night, something was to happen that would change him forever. Ah, home sweet home, which I actually own because I'm not spending all my money on fancy coffees and avocado toasts. Scrooge walked up to the door and passed through it. But as he stood there, he glanced back and saw the face of Bob Marley, gleaming like a bad lobster in the knocker. Wait, what? Ah, my eyes must deceive me. A bad lobster? Is that right? I don't own a copy of the book, all right? That's just what ChatGBT says the passage is. How does Bob Marley look like a bad lobster? Jesus Christ, Danny, it's not Bob Marley. An early night for me, I think. I've eaten far too much cheese today. (laughs) Mainly due to the new conservative group's atrocious personal hygiene standards. (sighs) To sleep it is. No, please. Dominic, no. Not the horse. I don't need to test my eyesight. Daddy! Daddy! No! The cellar door flew open with a booming sound, and then he heard the noise much louder on the floors below. Then, coming up the stairs, and straight towards his door. Wait! I know the weight of those chains. That's the Bondage Master Titan XXL Heavy Gauge Absolute Submissions Range. <gasps> oh, Christmas is like Michael Gove to an orgy. It's come early. Scrooge was not a man to be frightened by echoes. He fastened the door and walked across the hall and up the stairs. Slowly too, trimming his candle as he went. Please don't tell me that's a euphemism. Oh, it's a euphemism, all right. (laughs) I'm trimming the shit out of this. I swear to God, this whole fucking recording better be time and half. I'm here, Daddy! Mm. 
Marley's face. It was not an impenetrable shadow as the other objects in the yard were, but had a dismal light about it, like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. Jesus, just how many lobsters were the Victorians eating? I know, right? Anyway, the ghost was in a full-body leather gimp suit with a ball gag in his mouth. Wait, I know you. You were the entertainment at Ian Duncan Smith's birthday party last year. I hope you've got a good lawyer, Sam, because I suspect you might be hearing from Bob Marley's estate at the end of all this. Danny, for the last time, it's not Bob Marley. But it can't be you. If I remember rightly, Jonathan Gullis had you bent over a chocolate fountain and was laughing as he shoved a copy of the New Statesman up your ass. With that mask on, he accidentally waterboarded you to death. What's that? I'll be visited by three what? Oh, this is hopeless. You're not real. You could be an undigested bit of Jeremy Hunt, a blot of redwood, a fragment of one of Braverman's delicious six-inch heels. Yes, there's more of Lee Anderson's man-gravy than of grave about you, whatever you are. Fucking hell, Sam. How did you get ChatGPT to say all that? No, that was all me. You're 37 years old. Right, let's move things a fuck along a bit, shall we? You all know what happens next. Blah, blah, blah. Ghost to Christmas past. Fuck off. Congratulations, Mrs. Scrooge. You have a healthy baby pervert. Junior Doctor. Ghost to Christmas present spoiler. He's been deported now. Blah, blah, blah. Kid grows up, goes to boarding school. Yeah. The school is not quite deserted. A solitary child, neglected by his friends, is left there still. I remember. They didn't leave me enough soggy biscuits for the holidays. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Hey, it's a living. I'm skipping all this shit. I don't think anyone needs to hear any more about this particular Scrooge's childhood. Let's get on with it. To the Ghost of Christmas Presents. You know, Sam, this is a very lazy narrative device. You didn't bother writing episode 10, and now you're literally skipping your audience through massive sections of your own Christmas special. Hey, I wrote it. You're the one fast-forwarding. Yeah, right. You keep telling yourself that. Gentlemen, please. Don't you think that this is a little meta and self-indulgent even for us? We are not Rick and Morty. Oh, fuck Rick and Morty. We were doing multiversal comedy before it was funny. That's not the boast you seem to think it is. Anyway, here we are. Ho, ho, ho! Come on in, everyone. Bring in those suitcases of wine. Michael's got the powder on the go, and in a few minutes we're going to photocopy all of the intern's tits and then lay out all the pictures and try to guess whose are whose. Winner gets a lucrative PPE contract. Come forth and bribe me better, man. 
Oh my, this is a rather large party. Is it within the rules? Hang on. I thought this was a ghost of Christmas present. This is 2020. Well, you know me, old bean. I'm always living in the moment. And isn't that what Christmas is all about? Spreading joy and good cheer to all? Just try and not spread it to a care home if you can. Tell me, spirit, have you any lessons to teach me? Of course, dear boy. It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk among his fellow men and travel far and wide. And by walk, I of course mean travel by business class at the taxpayer's expense. <laughs> Preferably straight to a Russian oligarch's private party and without a security detail if you can manage it. But come forth and bribe me better, man. I have much to show you. They were in another scene and place. A yacht, not very large or handsome, but full of comfort. Near to the fire sat tiny Baroness Moan, looking at a phone, desperately waiting to see if her VIP lane access has been approved. <coughs> well, aren't you going to ask if she's going to live? Live? That's barely a cough. And this holiday yacht she's on seems positively... Lovely. Lovely? It's not even a super yacht. And if these shadows remain unaltered by the future, the child will die. Die? How? That's yet to be seen, my boy. But what's worse, she'll die only very rich, not disgustingly rich. Eh? Surely there must be something we can do. Well, if she's going to die, she'd better do it and reduce the surplus population. Oh, spirit, you seem to be fading. What? No, no, I'm not. I'm very popular. You are? You're slowly fading away. Bollocks, I'll be back. Just you wait. The British people love me. Spirit, no. D don't leave me. Do you know what? I take it back. Russell T. Davis is much subtler than you. Oh, just shut up and let's do the ghost of Christmas yet to come already. Fine with me. Did the script for episode 10 have these pacing issues? Is that why you never bothered making it and then just pretended you'd forgot it? Fuck you, Danny. We're here. It's the future. In the distance, Scrooge spied a phantom, slowly, gravely, silently approaching. When it came, Scrooge bent down upon his knee. <laughs> As is tradition. Oh, fucking hell. For in the very air through which this spirit moved, it seemed to scatter gloom and mystery. He felt that it was tall and stately when it came behind him. Fingers crossed it's chewy, too. Its mysterious presence filled him with a solemn dread. He knew no more, for the spirit neither spoke nor moved. Pooey, I was rather hoping these robes would be open. Sam, you need therapy. Oh, I've had some. Apparently I'm uniquely problematic. 
Anyway, scene change! They scarcely seemed to enter the city, but the city rather seemed to spring up about them and encompass them of its own act. But there they were, in the heart of it, among the rampaging mobs, dragging the rich from their homes and beating them in the streets. Death to the bourgeoisie! My God, I understand now. The knowledge of all these lessons, it's finally trickling down to me. Spirit, I beg you, please take me to tiny Baroness Moan. I, I wish to see her. And so Scrooge and the spirit travelled again and found themselves in a graveyard. The spirit stood among the graves and pointed down to one. Scrooge advanced towards it, trembling. Before I draw nearer to that stone to which you point, I warn you, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, it's far too girthy. Are these the shadows of the things that will prolapse, or are they shadows of things that may prolapse only? Still the ghost pointed downward to the grave by which it stood. Men's asses will foreshadow certain ends to which, if persevered in, with the correct range of dilating aids, they might accommodate. But this is a big ask, even for me. But if the courses be departed from, the ends will change. Can I at least file it down a bit? The spirit was immovable as ever. Daddy, <laughs> you are insistent. All right, fine. I'll just lube it up then. Is this really how you saw your December going, Sam? Sat at a computer screen, scouring YouTube for the best sound effect to use for a man taking a surprisingly long time to lube up a gravestone. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Danny. Fuck you. No. Spirit. No, 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 no. This gravestone, it bears my name. <laughs> but hear me, I am not the man I was. Why show me this if I am past all hope? For the first time, the hand appeared to shake. <laughs> Good spirit, your nature intercedes for me and pities me. Assure me that I may yet change these shadows you have shown me by an altered life. I will honour Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all year. I will live in the past, the present and the future. The spirits of all three shall strive within me and I will not shut out the lessons that teach. Oh, 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 tell me, I may spunk away the writing on this tone. In his agony, he caught the spectral hand. It sought to free itself, but he was strong in his entreaty and detained it. Not yet! I'm still going! 
the spirit strongly yet repulsed him. <laughs> Holding up his hands in a last prayer to have his fate reversed, Scrooge saw an alteration in the phantom's fist. It shrunk, collapsed, and dwindled down into a bedpost. Just... Uh, ow! Oh, of course. Dwindled down into a bedpost. Well, that explains everything. <laughs> oh. Ah, that's better. You'll never guess what that sound effect was. I ate you, Sam. Scrooge opened the window and put out his head. Why, it's the chucker from yesterday. <laughs> you boy, what day is this? Eh? Today? Why, it's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day? I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything like they like. Of course they can. Of course they can. Hello, my fine fellow. Hello. Tell me, is Waitrose still open? In this era of late-stage capitalism... Probably. <laughs> what a delightful boy. Now, hang on a minute. I'll write you a list. Buy it all for me and tell them to bring it here. Come back with the man. I'll give you an unpaid internship. Come back in five minutes and I won't even sexually harass you on that internship. The boy was off like a shot and soon enough returned with several low-paid delivery staff working overtime at Christmas just to make ends meet. Come in, come in, put it all down here. God bless you, everyone. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> the goose, the caviar, the Bollinger, all of it right there in the hallway. Yes, yes, thank you. It was my pleasure, sir. Merry Christmas. Now, about that internship, is it like commission? Fuck off, the lot of you. Uh, what? You heard me. Get the fuck out of my house, all of you. This is my stuff, and you're not getting a jot of it. Oh, get off! Ow! Oh, wipe that slack-jawed grimace off your face, you pleb, and get the fuck out of my house. Go on, shoo! This is all mine. All mine. I pulled it up with my bootstraps, and I deserve it. Fuck off. All right, fine, we're going. Stop pushing. Ow! Uh, I guess we're off to the food bank, then. Ah, <sighs> that's better. Now I can do exactly what the spirits taught me to do. Hoard my wealth and keep voting Tory. So that when the climate riots finally hit, my yacht's big enough to keep me alive on the open sea. <laughs> Bar humbug, baby. Scrooge is king of the world! Scrooge was better than his word. He dodged all the taxes and infinitely more. And to tiny Baroness Moan, who did not die just very rich, he was a second donor. 
He became as corrupt a Tory, as shit a politician, and as perverse an MP as Westminster ever knew. And so, from everyone here at IC News, wherever you are, we wish you a Merry Christmas with your loved ones. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a double episode celebrating the best of 2023 before returning with a brand new series in the new year. For now, though, we leave you with this sound of a grown man moving up a gravestone for a surprisingly long time. Sutcliffe. I'm here today with a right bargain for you. And no, it's not just the mystery me I've got in the back of my van. Although that is also primo stuff, so meet me behind odd bins and flash your full beams if you're interested. If you haven't joined our Patreon yet, we've got a special offer for you. Sign up now as one of our early bird supporters and you can get access to all of our exclusive content for just £2 a month. If you want bonus podcast sketches, compilation episodes and ICU stories, this is the cheapest you're ever going to get them. You've got to be quick though, this deal is limited to the first 500 patrons and they'll get snapped up quick. It's the best way to show your support for the show and you'll be helping us to grow moving forwards. As always, thank you for all of your support and we hope you enjoy the show. And no, it's not badger meat. And if Brian May tries to tell you otherwise, he's a fucking liar. 